Now. Yes. <laughs> it's always that first few seconds that makes it feel a little awkward, mm-hmm. but no. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Night Funk, and today I am here with somebody who I've known for a very long time because I am blood related to him. Uh, my cousin, the one and only Joe. This is me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the reason I invited him on t- today is basically because he is the perfect person to talk to. Because as far as growing up as a nerd, nobody I know has impacted a lot of what I like more than you. Because you're like the first one to really show me a bunch of this nerdy shit. And make me slowly be obsessed with it. And you, just as much as as I do, have a lot of perspective on where this whole nerdum and culture has fucking like risen throughout the years because now more than ever it being a nerd is normal yes everybody's into something no one gets beat up anymore well no one ever got beat up to begin with as far as i remember no, they oh they did but it was just kind of like i feel like it was just a lot of like you know it's a lot of name calling a lot of yeah. name calling yeah read that i Manga, mean animes I mean, to be fair, I feel like some of the kids that did get beat up kind of deserved it, and only only yes. because only because they were obnoxious about it. The you know the Naruto running down the hallways or just thinking they are a character. It's I remember ridiculous. the ones that used to get bullied a lot at our school were these kids that were super into Star Wars, and only because they they were the ones that would come to school with like fake lightsabers. And like have pretend lightsaber battles in the cafeteria. That was me. Oh yeah, <laughs> me and my friends would do that. And then when people, whenever people would be like, "Hey, do you fucking mind? I'm trying to eat my shitty American fucking cafeteria food," and uh, they would just be like, <laughs> you know, like they would immediately be re- like rebuttal with some like annoying shit. Don't make me force choke you. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you don't want to know the levels of depravity I can, I can kill you with my mind. <laughs> And those early years were fucking strange because I I feel like a lot of people kept their nerdiness like their nerdiness like closeted because mm-hmm. didn't you, some people were afraid of it but for me I felt like I didn't really go through that because I kind of had other out I had a lot of because because nerdiness is not just like being into fandom but it can also be like being like super into music. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and that's how I presented myself most of the time through high school is I just wore a bunch of band tees. But if you wanted to talk about like, <clears throat> if you wanted to talk about like fucking Final Fantasy, I'd be like, Final Fantasy? You fucking, yes. if, you, if you played all of uh, fucking Aiden. Final Fantasy 8 is the best. <laughs> a lot of people would argue with you. No. Final <laughs> but, Fantasy 8 is the best. But the Shut junction, up. isn't the junction system kind of broken? Shut up. <laughs> You know, um, it's funny. I actually recently rebought that game on the Switch, but it's the new like remastered version, which okay. it doesn't really help it graphically. But what they did add is they added to where you could speed up battles and text, or you can uh, not fight anything. You can hit a little, I think the R three button. Yes, on the yes, three on the PS four, and you will not have any encounters. What? Yeah, really? You just go through the whole game without any fucking encounters. Then how do you how do you how do you level up? You don't. i actually got it too uh i got the i i upgraded you know i gave sony more money and i did the ps plus the 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 premium Mm -hmm. like the top tier one 
It's been great. There's a lot of fun games on there. Like a lot of old games that have Ape Escape. I'm going to oh, catch yeah. that one last monkey I could never fucking catch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII. They have seven. The original, not the remastered one that they gave out now. Um, oh, the God. They have all the Jack and Daxters. Uh, it's 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 just a lot of PS1, PS2, PS3 games on there that I didn't get a chance to play because mm-hmm. that ties in with the whole nerd thing. We we got to nerd out, me and you, to a certain extent because we were poor. Yeah. So everything was either true. we got it secondhand or, you know, Christmas or birthday. Yeah, because I remember... Like I remember, like the near the old like trailer park neighborhood that we used to, we grew up in Delonica. Huh? Old Rush. Um, I don't remember. It was like the one like near like the center of the fucking. Was I, I was my place down the hill? Uh, no, before that. No, 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 no. No, that's the one. That's yeah, the one. That's yeah, that's Woodward Way. Yeah. Yeah. When we used to live there, I remember. Uh, when y'all first got like your the PlayStation One, I got the hand me downs. I literally got like the NES and the Super NES. So, but even then, that was still like like at the end of its life cycle, I think. Because a few years later, isn't that when the fucking like PS2 started dropping? Yeah. When did the PS2 drop? Ooh. Let's see. We should bring this up. I want to say it was like 2002. When did the PS2 come out? It came out March 4th, 2000. Okay. Okay. So a lot earlier than I thought. Yeah. When did the PS1 come out? Because y'all got... 94? No, 95. September 9th, 1995. I would have been two when it came out. Yeah, I would have been four, three or four. Yeah. So, so we definitely got a lot of our systems super. La- I mean, I got my first system super late in its life because yeah. I mean, the NES, literally like Mario and Duck Hunt mm-hmm. combo with the fucking little zapper gun. Yeah, the light gun. And I remember, I think I got that from from our our deal, who just gave it to me. Like he's like, here, take this. Like he. Deal Nacho. Yeah, yeah. He gave he, the Super Nintendo. Tinendo. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Place two, no. <laughs> uh, um, for for uh, for backstory, that's how I used to say Nintendo when I was a child because I used to have a lisp and this asshole used to make fun of me for it. Well, it wasn't a lisp. You had your tongue was stuck to the bottom of your mouth. What? Yeah, you had the little skin. I have. Oh shit. Yeah, you. It was you had a. Oh, I forget what it's called, but it was attached further up. I don't know what they did to fix it, but I think it just fixed itself. Hmm. Now you're self-conscious. <laughs> no, I've never noticed it. I'm really like, I mean, the bottom of my tongue does look fucked up, but I thought that was just from years of like smoking. No. Yeah, I remember when you were little, you would your tongue would be like right here, so you would talk like this. That's where your lips came from. Oh shit! Yeah. I had no idea. I yeah. really don't. There's a lot of shit I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me years to find out that I wasn't like circumcised at birth. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was oh, just God. like, what? Yeah. And then yeah, I remember my mom explaining it to me uh, how I had that fucking like condition where it doesn't fucking grow as I grow. Oh, it's uh, what the fuck's that called? I, I it starts with a P. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, P well, or your PP? Yeah, yeah. 
But nonetheless, I, I think it was like what five or six whenever I it happened, so, yeah. and I don't remember. I just remembered like waking up in a hospital, yeah. and then you know that shit that happens where you come into consciousness, and then you're somebody who you're related to, but you don't know in the room. Like our, I think our Tia Juani from fucking Mexico was there. Oh yeah, and then but I never met her before. Then she yeah. was like, "Miko, you remember me?" I'm like, no. Who the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom. You know, I'm sure your mom's done this before. It's like, you know her? Yeah. You know her? I'm like, no, no I don't. That's your tia. Whose? Like, is it me? <laughs> Mine? Mine and my own? I don't know how many times with my mom where we've been invited to a party and I go with her and she's like, you don't remember them? They grew, they were in the, the trailer park when we grew up. I was like, mom, I was like four or five. Go shake their hand. No, hola. Como se? Oh, by the way, I promised you that you would marry their daughter. I'm like, what? I'm like, no. We're like, cousins. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, but... Yeah, now now we're, now we're just uh, we're ranting. But um, speaking of ranting, did you see the Taylor's post about what? Uh, about their dad dying? Yeah, well, I didn't see it. My mom sent me that. Yeah, Br- Brazil sent it to me last night, and you know he fucking died like a year ago. He died in November of this year. Of last or year. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. That and also, have you ever seen him? That was uh, the first time I've ever seen who he, what he looks like. Yeah, same. Isn't that fucking wild? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's funny how that works because, okay, so when I found out about about it, my mom like literally just sent me the photo mm-hmm. of the obituary thing, and she was just like, your granddad died. I'm like, I never He's even... He's been dead. Like, what are you talking about? Y- yeah. Yeah, and it, then we find out that, like, oh, no, this is, you know, our dad or their dad, and we're like, oh. Oh. And then I remember I I asked my mom I was just like why did they wait because I the first thing I saw was November twenty twenty one and I'm like we're in July of twenty two yeah so why did it take so long for y'all to like find out and I was like and my mom said apparently Artia tried to get a hold of him because she like regularly tried to like communicate with him and he wasn't picking up his phone so our Tio Nacho our are the the youngest of all the brothers mm-hmm. ends up doing some research and finds the obituary and that's how they found out and oh really yes I thought my uh, my mom told Priscilla that um, the family called me Tia Chavela and told her but I guess that's a fucking lie no what my mom told me is my tia was trying to get a hold of him and he wasn't picking up because from what my mom said is that family doesn't like try to recognize us as family. Yeah. Because because uh, the story goes is this uh, grandma got with a Christian man, had seven kids with him without getting married, and then found out that he also had other kids with another woman. And ma- and she like put her foot down, and said, you make a decision right now who you want to be with. And he picked the other family. Mm-hmm. And so she was stranded with six, six, uh, seven fucking kids and basically was shunned from their Christian community. Yeah. But for whatever reason, she didn't lose her faith over that. And she fucking, like, grandma's a bad bitch. I mean, she fucking. She will never die. (laughs) How many times has she had COVID? Four. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) How many times has she been in the hospital this year? (laughs) Uh, Every time she goes in, they say her kidneys are failing. And then they're. No, they're working at, I think, 40% now. It was it. Last year was at 10. So she got better. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How did did that happen? I don't know. She, oh, he because, died. Be, he dies, so she sucked his soul, and <laughs> it's like Highlander rules. I told Hannah, it's Highlander rules. There can only be one. 
grandma's just like sleeping and then her eyes open her eyes like glow like dark yeah. red and she just feels Floating a surge of energy <laughs> pretty just... cordless flying around <laughs> <laughs> no but it's 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 funny because last year literally when she was like going through a lot of health issues I had to have that talk with my mom and be like, mom, there's a good possibility that she doesn't have much longer with us mm-hmm. and y'all need to figure y'all shit out. Like, a, like, cause you already know there's a lot of infighting with our uncles and, and there's a lot of back history there that I don't want to get into. But the thing is they have to be prepared to bury this woman eventually. And it's almost like, some of them are in denial that it's going to happen. I'm like, I get it. Grandma's a sorcerer. But it doesn't mean that she's going to have enough magic to keep it going forever. She's a salsera supreme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So nerds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see how funny it is? Like how quick it is that you'll get off a topic? Yeah. No. But I remember... I remember what I was gonna I was gonna bring up. So basically, in those early years, a lot of us got ridiculed. But I feel like it's definitely not as bad as it was in the beginning for a lot of people. Because if you think about it, back in like the early like like or like what the early sixties and seventies when D and D was coming out, mm-hmm. these kids were fucking getting like their asses beat. I mean, they were getting killed because it was Satan's game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then uh, similar things happened with games later on. I know there was a big controversy with like in like the nineties with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and, uh, and magic, especially because magic used to have like basically D and D art on the cards. Yeah. So it would have stuff of like people getting sacrificed and shit because it's the flavor of the game, you know? And of course did it, I forgot who that guy was, but he was like one of those, like, uh, uh, was it the one of those like TV preachers that always be like, see this Pokemon or possessing y'all's <laughs> child. And over time, this little Gengar right here will come into the night and fondle him gently, bringing him over to the gay side of God. But I don't want it gently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. I want Haunter to haunt my dreams. And you can only prevent this right now by sending me $5 through the. Uh, through the mailing system to send you preventative books. Also, Harry Potter is sinful. Cool. <laughs> yeah, all that, all that, you know, Harry Potter is, you know, devil worshiping. Uh, like my wife, she wasn't able to read much of Harry Potter or any of it when she was younger because it was witchcraft and her family grew up or were, are still Christian, very Christian. <laughs> And it's just, funny. I I feel like the only way I would ever tell my children not to read Harry Potter is just because I'd be like, well, for one, it's a terrible book. Uh, <laughs> it's not that bad. Uh, and it's kind of badly written. So I mean, it's like, a no, it's a great story, but yeah. it's kind of badly written. I mean, it's, I, I remember it's Star Wars with magic. Well, yeah, but basically, what I, what uh, what a lot of people were talking is people were comparing that book to um to the other the other like book that's kind of similar, um. Uh, was it like Percy? Percy? Percy Jackson? Yeah, Percy Jackson. I never read those. So apparently, there's the the thing that a lot of this one guy who I was watching a whole video, he was like doing this whole like conversation thing where he's basically what Percy does is bench of uh, like yeah, it's based around like Greek mythology and all mm-hmm. that shit, right? Whenever it comes to like to the very end of the book, he actually addresses how a lot of the 
the reasons why the bad should happen was happened because there weren't things in place and he basically questions everything. Well, in Harry Potter, Harry never does that. Harry never questions the like the wizarding world on how Voldemort came to power. Like why was there not things like put in place to prevent this from happening? And then why is it that as soon as he's destroyed that nobody really does anything to make sure it doesn't happen again? So what you're saying is they need to want control laws. Yes. Yes. Okay. I don't need a scope on my wand <laughs> or a bump stock. <laughs> <laughs> Rapid fire wand. Yeah. I, I think that would just putting all that. It, it, I get why people were like, well, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? It's like, I mean, you could say that with anything like um, the walking dead. They're slow. Mm hmm. I think the military could have taken out all the zombies in one go. Well, wasn't the whole thing that it's just that the infection spread it out? Well, like, I mean, wasn't it airborne? No, it's everyone's infected. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but once you die, you come back, but you're not, you know, 28 days later, parkouring your way up the side of a building zombie. I think Walking Dead would have worked better if they did like Dawn of the Dead zombies where they're like fucking rushing you. Well, that's the remake Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. the The original, they're slow. It's the same thing, but they're well. The remake is my original because I Ooh. was born in the fucking nineties. So I was I, the, but I still watch the originals. But some of those originals are fucking hard to watch. They're dog. Fantastic. Some of them are bad. No, uh, I mean, Night of the Living Dead, black and white original. You know, the OG uh, Romero mm -hmm. fucking made that on a shoestring budget. Had the black guy as the lead was you know unheard of at the time. I think uh, it was just. Hard to get a black guy to be the lead in the movie to be successful. It wasn't successful in the beginning. Mm. It was. It took a second. It became a cult hit. Now, would uh, you say okay? Would you say that you're a bigger movie nerd than anything? I or a gaming nerd. I'm all over the place. It just depends on the game or the movies. Because mm. mm -hmm. what I've been noticing is with age, I've been more. I've been bigger on like physical games than I've been with like digital shit. Like, I've been playing less video games and more board games and card games oh, lately. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, board games is a different kind of nerd. I mean, yeah. people grow into it because sometimes you just want something that's tactile in front of you that you can mess around with. Well, I just, I just like the sense of, like, community in it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, online play isn't, like, fun to me anymore. It was fun back in the day when all of us didn't have jobs, rent, mortgage, you know, car payments. Uh, I, 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 all these bills. Like I'll I'll, I'll tell you like one game that I was super hyped when it came out, and that was that new Monster Hunter Rise game. It's like hell yeah, you fucking you know, you you're, you're a warrior, you're hunting monsters with your friends, and then you you do it over and over, mm -hmm. and you just get a bunch of loot to build even better and better armor and go after tougher and tougher zom like uh, zombies. I mean uh, monsters, right? The problem is. All of my friends who also played it, all of us have different work schedules. Some yeah. of us work night, some of us work weekends, some of us work days or afternoons. So basically, we never met up. So I had to play majority of like what I did play like on my own. And by the time I even got to high rank like monsters, which is like I guess like not even really half point of the game mm -hmm. because there's a lot of like you know re like repetition because mm -hmm. you end up fighting like tougher and tougher like versions of the same yeah. like monsters. At that point, it was just, like, where things are starting to get, like, kind of good. But at the same time, I just didn't want to keep playing because I just felt alone. Yeah. Yeah. And That's you how I am. Like, right, like, like, I grew up playing, you know, 
uh, like after a while, you know, I, of course I got into the shooters of so Call of Duty, Halo, all that jazz. And in the beginning, it was great. You know, you have your friends that you play with online from school or for, that you meet online and you make friends. You all go to fucking high school or middle school, whatever year you're in. You know each other's schedules because you go to school, you come home. Maybe you have an after work, after school job. Mm-hmm. Still, anyways, you're still going to stay up all fucking night playing video games. Um, but then, yeah, after a while, you know, people go to college, people start working, people have kids. Yeah. And they stop playing. So your friend group gets smaller and smaller and smaller until you're playing alone. I'll be here sitting playing alone. I'll play for a while, depending if I'm in the mood. But it'll be two or three matches. And then after that, I'm just like, all right, I'm, I guess I'll just go on YouTube. And it's, it's and also we're different. also we're also a different generation of like children. Mm-hmm. Like we like I know this has been said like verbatim a lot. That millennials are the nostalgia era because we were, you know, pre-technology into technology. Mm-hmm. Like we grew up as it like advanced, right? So we saw we grew up with a lot of the old school shit and also the new modern shit. You know, mm-hmm. like what the first smartphone came out when we were like in middle school. Yeah, the what was it? The iPhone. Yeah, or the, was it the, the iPhone. Well, I think the I mean, iPhone smartphone with the touchscreen. I think it was the iPhone. Yes. Because <clears throat> yeah. cool. I know, like before that, technically, if you want to like. Be specific. Technically, the first smartphone was like a prototype Samsung one with a stylus, mm-hmm. right? But but of course, nobody gave a shit about it. Yeah, because if and, you lose a stylus, you can't touch the screen. Yeah, yeah. but and the, but also, Apple is just a master of marketing, and of course, they just want to be like, ah, yeah, we inv- we invented the most impactful technology when really it came out like three years before yeah pretty much on android i mean that's how all apple products are yep and i hate myself for having an iphone but the only reason i got it yeah i do i've had it for a long time just throw it out the window (laughs) i didn't want to switch and i but i i honestly just did it because my wife told me to do it (laughs) and uh because she because she was just like hey if you have the iphone we can facetime and I was like, well, can't you also do that on Android? And she was just like, yeah, but it doesn't work as good. I'm like, well, I, I, I okay, whatever, fine. I'm just going to do I'll it. I'll see you when I get home. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like, okay, she gives me a lot of shit because I, I'm constantly, I constantly want to be on my phone. But at the same time, I don't do a lot on my phone. Like, I hate interacting on my phone. I hate texting people back. I hate picking up. I hate being on the phone. But, it, but I like being on my phone. Like I don't, I don't like communicating with people. I like looking at memes and then scrolling down like fucking mindless videos. That's like my happy place whenever I got nothing else to do. Because like if I, if I'm caught up on all my books, I'm caught up on like what I wanted to watch for the day or like like building like a deck or or preparing for like another game or whatever. I just want to shut my brain off and just take in mindless content, you yeah. know. Because sometimes it's nice, you know, you get off work. I mean, you're burnt out or you, you just had a rough day and you just want to get home and turn off. And then some people can't. Like, I can come home and stop. Yeah. Uh, My wife, Hannah, she can't. Because she's... She... I, she needs to do something. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not like... Because she has to be constantly doing something, it's anxiety. It's that part of her brain keeping her active because yeah. it makes her go like, "Oh, if I'm not doing anything, I'm not being productive," which means I'm not doing the right thing. Yeah, me and my wife have 
a lot of clashes because we're two different people. See. I, for a long time, have dealt with my issues with my ADHD. I have to hyper-focus on something. Huh? You have ADHD? I'm almost positive I do. Got 80 of those some bitches? Huh? I got 80 (laughs) of them bitches. Uh, um, I'm I'm almost positive. I show all the symptoms. All of them. Everything from what I like, how I look at the world, how I do things. Every little thing screams ADHD. I literally went down like the list of like the signs that you have ADHD and I hit like nine out of 10. I think the only one I didn't like have is just like, I don't know, just like an oddball one. I can't even remember. Yeah. I but, mean, I guess that's another thing you can say about our generation it, where you're, we're the generation that didn't get to go to therapy or got to go see a doctor about, Hey, my brain will work. Why not? Well, yeah, because in, in the early years, um, see, our parents had like one method of teaching us, and it was called child abuse. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, he's not listening. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. And they just yeah. beat the fuck out of you, yeah, until you listen. <laughs> and for Thanks, Dad. yeah, no, <laughs> uh, uh, nah, don't, don't worry, he's never gonna hear this. He's too busy live streaming on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what does every uncle do that? I don't know. Every uncle is just like I got to show everybody what I'm doing, and then he always makes like drug jokes too. Especially huh? when he was when he would make like the fish and stuff outside. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll go to the flower and be like, "Look at all this, uh, like look at all this stuff I'm moving right now," and my mom will be like, "People are watching you, like, <laughs> like you went you went to prison, <laughs> you you were you went to prison for this. <laughs> Stop it." <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like, it's funny because um, I feel like it's one of those things. It's kind of like that whole joke of just like, you're, oh, your your dad doesn't want you to get a dog. And then you get a dog and he treats it like a second son kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where growing up, they would constantly be like, stop playing that fucking game. Go out and do something. And then once technology and Facebook becomes a thing, they're always on their phone. Yeah, Like my mom uses technology a lot more than I would ever remember. There'd be some times where I would like be at my mom's house and be like, oh mom, let me show you this TikTok. And she's like, I've already seen it. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, what? And so Catch yeah. Up, plebe. She's like, I'm on I'm on TikTok like eight hours a fucking day. I'm like, God damn. Like What's well, I mean it's because they don't have anything else to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's what at, I think. at that age when when they get home from work, I mean, yeah, they have some chores to do at the house, but like and, he, uh, just recently he had a really good job. Mm-hmm. Great health insurance, good hours, good pay, and he lost that job because some kids, I guess, were making fun of the way, like some young, like twenty year old kids, were making fun of the way he was eating. Because mm-hmm. my daddy's, he does eat like, you know, like a pig sometimes. <laughs> he eats like he's always starving. Yeah, he eats like he's been to fucking prison. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just. <laughs> to be fair, I feel yeah. like that's how we all eat. Yeah, I eat like a, I eat fucking fast. Like uh, my wife is, I do too. my wife is always like. <laughs> Slow the fuck down. There's mm-hmm. more. There's more food. And, uh, because, like, I don't know. I guess it's like when you grow up hungry, you feel like you are always have to, like. Well, actually, I explained to Hannah. It's because we always had to, uh, we had, when we were younger, we had to hurry up. Because when we were little, 
like little little before we were going or maybe when we were going like preschool kindergarten mm-hmm. our moms would have to take us with them to go to like uh uh what are they called uh food pantries yeah so we would have to eat, get home eat really fast and then go with them before they closed yeah so that kind of added to it and also we're fat asses that that too yeah I, I I always I always told Denise that for for us it was just yeah because you're always on the go mm-hmm. like you always have to go 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 and it's and and our moms instilled of instilled in us is like hey before you go anywhere eat because mm-hmm. you're gonna get hungry and it's, and it's more expensive mm-hmm. to eat out and I I always did that there'd be so many times where before I would go over to like my friend's house for like band practice back in the day. I would fucking chow down as much food as possible, go over there, and they'd be like, oh, we're having, like, pizza tonight. You want any? I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> And then I'm just fucking lethargic as fuck. I can barely even sing. I'm like, uh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's just. Yeah, just eating fast was always a thing. <laughs> it caused that, too, because we sucked in a lot of air. But, yeah. So Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon. That was really the first thing I really got into when I was little. I still, you know, the original one hundred and fifty <laughs> before one hundred and fifty two, one hundred and fifty one. Was one hundred and fifty one or one hundred and fifty two? One hundred and fifty one was the, the original. original. Huh? Yeah, one hundred and fifty one. One hundred and fifty one. One hundred and fifty one was the original. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. One hundred and fifty one. I'm pretty. I thought it was one hundred and fifty, and then it went up to one hundred and fifty two. Uh, was. Well, no, Mew was in the original Game Boy game. I don't think Mewtwo was. Wasn't Mewtwo like introduced it was later? 150. 150? Yeah. Oh. I thought it was 151. Because wasn't Mew like the one? Like you find, like, because remember, you couldn't find Mew unless you like did some bullshit. Yeah, Mew was the 151st Pokemon. Okay. But there was, the original was 150. And the last one was would have been Mewtwo. Was Mewtwo introduced before Mew? No, because I mean the whole thing was that like you know. Like oh the, no, you're, you're right. Yeah, so Mewtwo was the 150th Pokemon. Yeah, because remember it's a part of the storyline when you find out that like this Pokemon escaped a, mm-hmm. a, a laboratory, right? Yeah, and then you find him hiding in a cave. You find you, uh, you. That's right. You can that's only right. get there if you write, if you have a Pokemon with Serve, and you go in there, and then at, at the very bottom, he's there just waiting for you. <laughs> and then the only way you could get Mew, uh, in in those early games was you had to fucking like find him through some obscure shit. You had to find a way to get onto like a secret island, and he would be roaming around grass, mm-hmm. and then that's how you would find him and catch him. Okay. Uh, but I I can't. Like, I can't, like, it's remember the process. Yeah. yeah, it's been fucking forever. But, I mean... But, yeah, like, Pokemon was the first thing. I was, I never really got into the card uh, cards of it. It was just the games for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, of course, the bomb-ass TV show. Um, oh, God. I love that show. Still, I would still turn it on today. Indigo League? Mm-hmm. Indigo League is the shit. Yes. Although, I will say, <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite things about... Um, <laughs> that early obsession with Pokemon is how we probably, I remember I collected a fuckload of those original Pokemon cards and how all of those got lost through time. And now they're all worth a fucking fortune. Oh yeah. I had a few Yu-Gi-Oh cards in middle school. Mm -hmm. 
I'm pretty sure they're uh, they were solid cards. Now it's funny you you and your brother were the ones that introduced me to Magic the yeah, first time because my brother was the one who played it a lot because his friends introduced him to him in high school. It's yeah. a high school thing. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because I remember the first time I ever played Magic where I'm like, I don't know how you play this, and you guys are trying to show me, mm-hmm. and I'm getting my ass kicked, and, and you guys were just like, Well, you just suck. It's fine. Yeah, I'm like. What? Obviously. Like, you didn't even teach me how to properly play the game. Oh, that's too fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's 13 and up, and you're 14. Figure it out. I'm like, yeah. what? No, actually, no. I wasn't even 13. I'm no, pretty sure I was like young. 10. Yeah. <laughs> no, just... I played it for a little bit. I tried to keep up with it, but then at the same time, it wasn't really my thing. Again, card games like that weren't just really my jam. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved in with you, I saw that you were playing Commander. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? And then... Yeah, I was like, yeah, I will never play this again. <laughs> yeah, which which um, Commander is still Magic the Gathering, but it's a different four way. I, I mean, I explain it for anybody who doesn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, because well, they, uh, should. they should. It's it's one of the funnest ways to play Magic the Gathering, and uh, it's honestly the best way for people to casually get introduced into the game because it is a casual format. Because the 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 main reason why a lot of us play that one spe- that specific format is because, um, yes, you have to have like a hundred card deck, but you only need one copy of a card. Mm-hmm. In a standard competitive game, you have a sixty card deck, but you can have up to four of the same card name, and sometimes you need a full set of four. For certain strategies to work, and that's when think that's when shit gets very expensive. Okay. So a lot of times, like say, oh, let's say this card is dominating in, in the top, like in the, in the top of its format, but that single card is forty dollars. Mm-hmm. You gotta buy four copies of that shit. That's one hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, that's the other thing I don't understand about that. Like you would buy the you would buy those packets that you and your friends would split. Uh, yeah. I, how much I, were that? What do you mean? Those packages that y'all would split. Oh, you mean like when we bought like booster boxes? Yeah. Uh, it depends on the set. Mm-hmm. A standard, like a standard set, like the ones that come out, like issued like every few months, the ones that are for the standard format, those ones are usually anywhere from 100 to 120, depending on how like much value cards are in it. Because everything is projected. It's almost like playing the stock market. Yeah. You have to see like how, what cards are going to be like, like considered top tier, like for gameplay. And those game, those cards are going to be the ones like depending on the how what the rarity is is going to be how how often you're going to be able to pull them from a pack, and that's going to give it like a market price. And then how valuable it is for those formats is also going to make the price like shoot up and down. Uh, I recently bought a box by myself, a twenty four um, a twenty four pack box for um, for this new set called Double Masters. Do you want to know how much I spent on it? How much? Uh, 315. I'm telling your mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 350 dollars. 315. 15. Yeah. Oh, that makes it so much. Which better. it which <laughs> was a fucking deal because on Amazon they're going for 380. I was able to get it through my local LGS, which support support your local gaming store always. Uh, luckily, Tipsy Gamer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Watch out for the furries. They are privileged white. Boys. Oh no, they're all ban- they're all banned. We banned them all. They were throwing poop on the walls again. Really? No, I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> let me, oh, let me tell you about that. So I went... Um, Actually, no, there was one furry from that used to go there. They used to always wear the tail. I'm pretty sure that guy got banned. And the reason why he got... I'm pretty sure why he got banned is... Look, I don't care what fandom you're into. Like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. 
if you like something, run cool. with it, right? Yeah. Be but you. do not be obnoxious. Do not go into a public place and start like at the top of your lungs, like just making people people feel uncomfortable. That's the one thing I don't like about like I get it. Nerd like the these things attract people that are socially awkward. Yeah. People who are socially awkward like these kind of like you know niche things. Yeah, because it lets them express themselves. They find yeah. something. Uh, they find a way that they can express themselves. And and I. But it's not I, I, always the best way. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's fine to express yourself, but do not make like be considerate of other people. Like some people are do not like loud noises. Some people do not like people that are over the top and stuff. This guy had a habit of saying some pretty off-color shit, you know? And I'm pretty sure that was the reason why they threw him out. Because the thing is, when you're trying to run a business, mm-hmm. especially a local game store, and you remember, a lot of these games, like Pokemon, it's like 8 and up. Yeah, there's kids in And there. then Magic is 13 and up. So you have young kids playing these games or being introduced to these games. If they see a grown-ass adult running around screaming profanities and then also just talking like very, like, you know, off color shit, it's going to make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So about that, uh, I went there last weekend, mm-hmm. I think just grab a beer. Uh, I was hanging out with a buddy of mine and he dipped out like a little baby. So I just went to tipsy gamers to grab a drink, watch people play smash. It's fun. Yeah. And, um, there we're starting to close up, or they were starting to close up. And, uh, this one furry guy was talking about, you know, He's complaining about like, oh, I don't have a car right now because I got I got a car accident and stuff like that, and I don't have the money and blah 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 and all this stuff. And the one of the owners of the place was like, well, why don't you have the money? You, you I see you buying all this stuff all the time, like hundreds of dollars worth of stuff. Why don't you have money? Like, stop buying shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I know I'm I'm hurting my own business telling you to stop buying stuff, but stop buying stuff. Stop complaining. And well, then he turns around and sees me, and because we they start talking about like I can't get a car, you know I'm still renting the place out, and blah blah blah. And he the guy was like I'm thirty something, and you know, you know it's it's hard out there. And the owner was like I own a house and I just started a business and I have a car paid off. Um, I grew up in not great means too. And then he turns to me just randomly. He's like, What about you? I was like, Yeah, we got a house, me and my wife, and I have my own car. And he turns to the guy, he's like, so what's your excuse? And then he turns and looks at me, the little furry guy, he turns to look at me, and he's like, well, well, they have a, you, you have an upper hand in, in all of this. And I'm like, how do I have an upper hand? Like, look at me. I am a Hispanic male that grew up in the 90s. Uh, you know, our family struggled. I, I, I went off on this kid because I was like, yeah. you know what, tonight's the night, bud. And I was <laughs> like, you know, it's, 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 what opportunities did I have? And he's like, well, you, you know, you got, you know, food stamps, you got a bunch of other stuff. And it's like, you know how much we struggled to get food stamps sometimes? It's, it's like people who do meth and crack that I'm, I'm ranting now, but they do meth and crack. They drop that dollar down to where we cannot get it because our people do work and to make some money, not a lot of money, but it still puts them over that point where they can't get food stamps or any sort of aid. Yeah. So we're not getting help sometimes help with that. Because there, there just, is a there is a big distinction between being poor and living in poverty. Mm-hmm. Poverty is like you got nothing. Yeah. Poor is like you're barely you're barely making by. Mm-hmm. And we were poor. Yeah. Sometimes we would get close. Yeah. But we, I mean, we pulled it together. Our parents worked hard. They, you know, 
broke their backs, sweated in a chicken plant for a while. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they did it. They got us to where we are now. Anxiety filled, just ADHD riddled kids. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, and he, and he was still like, "Oh, well, I, I guess I didn't, you know." And he was being a little sarcastic. He was like, I, "I guess I didn't know that, you know, y'all have to go through that." I was like, "Really? Like, oh god, I was so mad." Uh, the owner, he was telling me, "He's like, hey man, uh, are you okay?" I'm like, "No, I'm totally fine. I can explain this to this guy all night long. I'm not going to touch him." Yeah, because you know, and I, I was walking out when I was saw him. This is, I'm not going to touch him. And there was two other Hispanics in there playing uh, uh, magic, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Because if I do something to this kid, who do you think they're going to arrest? Like they're going to arrest me and them too because they're just fucking here. Like, <laughs> yeah, they they're just here, so they're going to get us all. Oh, the dogs are going. Oh, it's That's fine. Oreo. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I don't worry about back noise like that. Mm -hmm. The there was one uh, recording I did. Um, previously mm -hmm. where i had to do a lot of editing around a certain thing because it was a really good like like we, we were like ranting on something and it was really fucking funny and i wanted it to be in the episode mm -hmm. but there's at one point you hear one of my roommate's kids go Woo! in the background <laughs> and then i was like fuck how am i gonna edit around this no put it on as a soundbite <laughs> and then at one point one point you hear one of them go yeah and I'm like, oh, yeah. but you just hear it in the distance. Like, I'm just going like, yeah. I'm like, oh, great. Oh, God. No, no, no. I, I completely understand. Like, I think people, people assume that things are a lot easier than they seem. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that happens a lot, especially in the South, because they, like, there's a lot of rhetoric thrown around, like, oh, people who live in, like, poor situations or, or, or borderline poverty are only like that because they don't work. Yep. And I'm like, well, that's bullshit. A lot of times it's because we don't have a lot of options. A lot of our parents were uneducated or immigrants were immigrants. Uh, and a lot of them were single mothers. Mm -hmm. Like it, an example would be my mother. My mom had to raise four of us. One of us was special needs. Your mom had to do that too. Same. Yeah. And, um, my mom was constantly having to, like, figure out, like, who was going to take care of us while she was gone working. But guess what? That fell on to me. Mm -hmm. And I think at the youngest, I was taking care of these of my brothers was, like, when I was 10. That's, like, way too young. Like, I don't know anything about, like, re responsibility. Like, half the time, I'm just like, okay, I'll take care of them, I guess. And then I would just, like, you know, just... Make sure they wouldn't like run outside. That's, yeah. that's basically all I did. Like I didn't, I didn't know that I was supposed to like feed them at a certain time or put them to bed or anything. So by the time my mom got home, you know, she has to do all that shit because mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a kid. Yeah, and um, same for me. But like, I mean, I was next to youngest, and my brother and sister, older brother and sister, they were lazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I I learned how to cook. Well, yeah. Well, for me, I was the oldest, yeah. and and. Let's 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 put this in perspective. Um, the brother under me, um, who was the one with special needs, was only a year younger than me, mm -hmm. but he had Down syndrome. So you know he himself needs a lot of attention. And then from that going down to the two youngest ones, we are in like eight nine years apart in age. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Holy shit! <laughs> his my youngest brother, Jesus, just turned nineteen. That's I'm right. I'm twenty nine. I have a 10 year difference on him. Okay. So that I'm means 29. I have, okay. I have a nine year 
age difference with Nayeli, mm-hmm. my youngest sister, and a 10-year uh, difference with my brother, Jesus. Yeah. Remember, I'll be 30 in January. And if you do the math, I'm 29. My mom is 49. Because I was born in 93. My mom was born in 1973. Mm-hmm. So it's like literally she had me when she was 20. So I'm always going to be like tw- like mom, my mom, me and my mom's age difference is 20 years. Exactly. Yeah. Well, my mom had uh, my, uh, my brother Pelon um, when he, she was 19. Mm. Like. I, we did the math. We're like, Mom, you were for 19? She's like, yeah. And she was like, in Mexico, she was going to nursing school. And she was trying to do that. But then she fell in love with some some dude slinging shit on the corner. And, you know, they they you know they fell in love and went off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's really weird? You ever find, like, n- like numeric patterns in a lot of shit that you, like, go, like, you're, you figure out as you get older? Like, like I found out that, okay... My mom was born in 73. I was born in 93. So it's 20 years of difference, you know? And, but then I was like thinking about other stuff and started finding connections. Like I found out that my dad, when my, when her, uh, when her and my dad got married, my dad is, was 13 years older than my mom. Are you serious? Yes. When they get married, they got married, but she got married when she was 18 or 19. Because they, they waited a year before well, that my mom couldn't get pregnant right away because she dealt with a lot of issues with like being yeah. anemic and all this I thought shit. You were born when she got pregnant, no, or when she, of course, when she got, <laughs> when, when she, when she got married. Um, <laughs> um, no, no, my mom got my mom got married in '92. I was oh, wow. born in '93. My mom literally, my mom said, like, I was the only baby that was planned because they, like, because the reason, the reason was is because they noticed that, hey, how come she's not pregnant yet? They went to the doctor and they're like, oh, you can't get pregnant right now because you, like, you're, you're super low on iron, potassium, magnesium, like a lot of shit. It's going to be very hard for you to get pregnant right now. So my mom had to, like, you know, basically do a lot of, like, I don't know, like, um, like vitamin treatment to kind of get herself back up to health. Cause I guess my mom was just malnutritioned in a lot of certain vitamins and stuff. She's always, she's always been like that though. I remember like, like growing up, my mom would like have these moments where she would just be super like ill. And then she would go to the doctor and they're like, Oh yeah, you're lacking potassium. And the next thing you know, she's eating bananas like a chimp. Like, like, because the doctor's like, you need a fucking, you need to fucking eat some potassium. (laughs) I did not bring race into this. I just <laughs> no, but um, God, where was I going with this? I lost my train of thought. See, this is an ADHD yeah. thing. I always lose my train of thought. Also, I, I've um, re- uh, back on the whole ADHD thing. Another thing that I don't know if you deal with, but anytime I'm watching like television or playing a video game or reading a book. Does your mouth stay open? No, if my yeah. no, if my wife calls my name, I don't hear her. She's got to do it like three or four times before I like snap out of it, and I'm like, "What? Like, yeah, like I don't, I don't know why. It's like almost like my brain is just like, I hear you, but I'm hyper focused on this. Let me just, yeah. let me just get to a point. Let me just get to a point, you know. And eventually, that usually, you know, usually, you know, at first it got to her a lot because she thought I was ignoring her, but then I was like, no, like, and let me, let me tell you how my brain works, you know. I mean, for me, it's just, um, oh, no, well, I just remember what I was talking about. So yeah, my mom, my dad was 13 years older than my mom. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, my mom's new husband, Miranda, my new, my stepfather is 13 younger, 13 years younger than her now. 
<laughs> so he my my uh my mom is 49 and he's 36. Oh, so he's only like seven years older than you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's close to Pelon's age then. Pelon's like 33, 34. Dude, I don't know what it is with these immigrant dudes, but they they fucking don't give a shit. No, they don't. They don't. And I know I know that for 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 fact because when I used to work at this uh, at this old company which you worked at too, but you yes, worked. At, but you worked in the offices. I worked with the slaves. Like we were out there, like whipping marble all day. Sucks to suck, man. All right. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, I met this Hispanic dude who was probably like two years older than me at the time. And at the time when I was working there, I was like, you know, like in my mid twenties, like 24, 25. So he must have been like twenty six, twenty seven around there, and he was dating um, this lady. Who was like one of the cleaning ladies there? Oh, okay. And um, and uh, I was like, "Wait, you're dating her?" I was like, "Yeah." Was like, how old is she? And she, he was like, "I don't know. She's like, like forty five, forty six. <laughs> I'm like, "And you're okay with that, dude? You're like, you're like, you're barely thirty. You're dating someone like super old." And he's like, "Yeah, oh. but I mean, like, it's not that bad." If it's like a thirty year old dating like a forty something year old, I don't think that's a big difference. No, yeah, but no, but he's he was in his twenties. Oh, you said he was in his. He was in his twenties. Yes. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, he he was like twenty six, twenty seven, and she was like in her forties. She was like forty five, forty six. It's funny because he I some dry and dusty. She uh, <laughs> that 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 cleaning lady had her daughter work there for a little while, right? But she quit that job like almost immediately, and then I bump into her years later at my new job. Yeah. And I was just like, "Hey, did you know that your mom was dating that one dude?" And she's like, "She was." like yeah i was like god damn it's like i didn't know that at all it's like i mean yeah, i remember him being over at my house a few times but i just like i mean i don't pay attention to what my mom does like we just mind our own business i'm just like yeah your mom was your mom was getting it i thought she was just watching a really good show and clapping <laughs> dude these these older hispanic women they don't give a they don't give a fuck or it's like the other guy the one that um that's with uh uh the owner's daughter wait wait what like who was with uh, you know the daughter. Uh, uh, I don't want to say her name because they have business. Yeah, but yeah. I I think I remember she was like kind of like she was like eggplant shaped. Yes, yeah. and and then I remember she had like a very stern face. She had, yeah, but she was super nice. Like yeah. I worked with her. She trained me, and she was great. Yeah, it's just like when you see them on the floor, you just see like you know her. Uh, mm-hmm. We would only occasionally see them, you know, and um, and from what I remember, I remember her just having like kind of like a stonewall face. Like she just kind of didn't really have much Wait, expression. You, I think you're talking about the other sister. I don't know. There's sure. one with dark hair and one with not dark hair. I think the one I'm talking about had dark hair. Okay, so yeah, we're talking about the same person. But there was one guy who works in the and worked in the uh, in production, mm-hmm. and he he had a kid, uh, a little girl, I think. Yeah. Or a little boy, or both, and I mean, you know. Hats off the guy. He made it. He did it. <laughs> he, he, he bagged her. And, you know, now he's not going to worry about anything because, you know, eventually she'll have the business. And it's a solid business. And, you know, our people made it. <laughs> he did it. Not, he doesn't have to worry about his kids, you know, not having it's funny because um, <laughs> It's funny because I remember before we moved over to that new facility, the old facility, mm-hmm. the owner had a bunch of pro-Trump signs on the front of the business lawn, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, like a year later, we're like, man, one of us fucking bagged the like the boss's daughter. Yeah. Like, what's up? 
<laughs> he walks up there, he's like, ¿Qué pasa, compa? <laughs> he's like, hey, oh, he's like hey, has anybody uh, seen uh, George? He comes in with like a Trump 2020 hat and he's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm making plays, boys. I'm making plays. <laughs> nah, don't worry about this. Don't worry about this. Uh, just give me a year. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but no, he, um, it's funny too, cause he was, um, he wasn't production manager. He was just like a supervisor. Huh? And, uh, like he became the supervisor, you know, coincidentally after he started dating her. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he got power. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop the grind, man. Oh my God. Yeah. But no, that, that, that job was, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff in the office that was just annoying. And then when COVID hit, there's just, you know, everything hit the fan and I got let go. Yeah. 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 It wasn't I, the production got cut in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I honestly left at the right time. I left. I left like a year before COVID had started. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the job I left to, I ended up quitting that job like almost like immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I was only there for a little while because basically what you learn is... A lot of a lot of these companies will try to like get you to come in because they're just like we treat everybody here like family and they f- make you feel that way when you're first working there yeah. because you're new. But then once you start working there for a while, you start realizing, they're oh wait treat a minute, you like family. They're, they're, no, they're, they're <laughs> going to treat you like shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were definitely abusing us yeah. because we were working these long fucking hours and like God forbid if you got sick, they'd just be like, well, I don't know what mm-hmm. to tell you. Although, which is kind of fucked up if you think about it, because we were working in, like, with food. So if you told them, like, hey, I'm feeling sick, like, I feel like I'm going to throw up, and they were just like, well, you're going to get a point for it. And it's like, oh, really? You want me to throw up all over this fucking food we're having to process? Yeah. This is some bullshit. Be careful with your words. Yeah. <laughs> the um, podcast will get shut down before it even gets yeah. started. <laughs> uh, at this point, I mean, I'll be. Just bleep it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say any company name. I didn't say we did. Yeah, but then, I mean, come on, that's a that's a small fish in a big pond. They're pretty big, dude. Uh yeah, but like, what are the chances of somebody that works there is going to listen to this shit? This is going to be like one of the early that, episodes. That one Hispanic guy. That one Hispanic guy. He's like <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> These son of a bitches. <laughs> Mira, este, they talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, twenty twenty four. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, back on nerd culture. Um, yes. This is fucking difficult to stay on topic in it. it. Is. There's so much shit that branches out when you're talking. But Well, I mean, going from off of Pokemon, watching the show, uh, it got me into... Uh, that kind of was, you know, a segue into anime for me, mm-hmm. which is another part of nerd culture. It's that whole sect Which I was going to bring up. I was going to ask, it's like, how, how much anime do you think you watch? I don't watch too much now, but before when I was younger, I mean, fucking uh, Toonami. So it was Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho. Now, if I remember uh, correctly, Toonami used to come on in the afternoon for like two or three hours, right? Yeah, it'd be like right after school, you know, you get home at four o'clock and stuff. And, th- and that was Monday through Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then on the weekends, because you can watch Adult Swim. Because, because, that's why I'm going to bring it up. I hated the years back. They were like, guess what? Toonami's coming back. No, it didn't come back. You know what they did? They replaced Sunday night anime night of Adult Swim mm-hmm. with Toonami. Yeah. 
Because I, when, when, when everyone heard that Toonami's coming back, it's like, oh, they're going to have the fucking two-hour block of anime every single day? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's just going to be on Sunday night. Oh, so you mean Sunday night Adult Swim anime night? When we're all adults and we all have to go to bed to work on Monday. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I, was, always work, I was working third shift, so it would be going on while I'm at work. Yeah. Well, that's why we have the internet now, and it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I have the Crunchyroll app on mine, so when yes. I... When I'm at work, I'll just put on like random episodes of like Yu Yu Hakusho mm-hmm. or like One Punch Man and shit like that. Yu Yu Hakusho, they never finished that one, did they? Uh, the it anime? Ended, yeah, the, it ended after the, or I think it doesn't completely finish up the, um, the th- tournament. There's no definitive ending for it, I think. I think. I'm not positive. Here's the thing. I own the full Yu Yu Hakusho mangas because I found them at... Uh, I found them at, at the flea market. I went to the flea market and this guy just had an old collection of mangas and he had the full collection of Yu Yu Hakusho except for volume nine, uh, which I did order and to complete it. Uh, but I have the full collection. Have not read through all of it that, yo, though, because it's 23 volumes. It's going to take me a minute. Okay, they did ending. Okay, never mind. I thought I heard someone that they actually didn't like finish it. Or was that something else? I don't know. Oh, but... On exciting news, if you love classic fucking like um, like anime, do you remember Trigun? Did you like Trigun? Of course I did. Okay, do you know they're making a remake? I think I saw a screenshot of it or like a little clip of it, and I don't know how I feel about it. There's a clip about yeah. it. I it have shows a... like uh, it shows uh, what's his face Vance, Vash, Vash. That's yeah. right. And uh, it shows like him with the gun and everything, and he's like you know doing the fucking anime with the glasses. I haven't seen any actual new animation. All yeah, I know... It may have been a fan thing. I don't know. It, it just... The animation didn't look great. It might have been a fan thing because I heard about that they're going to start production on it. I haven't seen that they have... If they if they, if they it is... Because here's the thing. A lot of times with, with like newer animes, some animes do this new age shit of using CGI to like mm-hmm. speed up animation, which makes it look kind of bad. And I mean, yeah, yeah, look what it looks like. What? Yeah. Trigun Stampede reboot trailer at Anime Expo 2020 reveals Vash's new look. What the fuck? Yeah. Let me let me let's, get it. Let's get the video. Let me get a zoom in on this shit. I don't. What the fuck? Yeah, it's some like fuckboy looking Vash Stampede. Yeah, because I remember he used to like look. He used to have this tall, lanky look to him, mm-hmm. but like in a like a muscular, tough way. You know? Yeah. That that looks like the only thing I'm interested in is if this new version is gonna be more. Um, yeah, that's yeah. the original version. That is that's the badass version yeah. of him because it just ha- it had that like here like uh, Trigun is a part of one of my favorite genres, mm-hmm. and that's the sci-fi western. You can't fuck with the sci-fi western yeah. genre. It is so goddamn uh, fun. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Shit, you can even say The Mandalorian is fucking... A, That's a sci-fi western. It's a sci-fi western 100%. Yeah. And I think it's the best Star Wars anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had this discussion plenty of times where I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I, I'm aware of its relevant, uh, it, it's, um, its relevance to the culture. It, it's very important to sci-fi. It's very important to nerd culture and everything. But... There was just something about it that I never really cling to, but when it came to like the Mandalorian or 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 
or back when they released like the the Rogue One movie, is I like more of the soldier like war perspective of everything, where it's it's less about like this like Jedi religion kind of stuff and like the triumph of good and evil, where this is more of like Star like, Wars is just a samurai movie. Yeah, yeah, it's the Jedi code is you know Bushido, mm-hmm. and you know I mean all their garbs were you know, modeled after kimonos and all that stuff that they wore. And it's great. Like, for me, OG trilogy, nothing beats that. One through three, I appreciate. The last three. I like three. One and two is rough. Yeah, one and two is rough. Of, of the new ones? I rewatched, I rewatched one when I got Disney+. Plus. Yeah, seven. Uh, uh, no, not seven. I'm talking about oh, episode one, Phantom the Menace. Fan, Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. It holds a special place in my heart. I can appreciate it for what they wanted to do. I understand it was not great, but I still loved it. It was so pointless, though. It's so bad. I mean, it's 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 prequels. What do you expect? I know. And then, like, The Clone Wars was equally bad, but it was an improvement, at least in one. You mean Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones, yeah. Get it right. Well, my bad. I'm sorry. I already told you. I'm not big on the fandom. Here's the thing. A Phantom Menace, Clone Wars. And then Revenge of the Sith. uh, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. And then after that, it's like what? Uh, Um, New Hope, uh, Empire Strikes Strikes Back, Back, and Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. And then it's... um, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. I can't even... I don't even remember the Um, names of these. The Last Jedi? Um... Uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> he smokes clover. <laughs> Remember, kids, if a leprechaun comes up to you, give him weed with clovers in it. <laughs> uh, it's funny because the actor of the Leprechaun movies was in Star Wars. Yeah, Warwick Davis. Yeah. He's an amazing actor. Yeah, Did he you is. See, um, have you ever seen, um, uh, what was the movie called? Willow? Old no. school movie, Willow. No, I, no. Here's the thing I want to bring up. Okay, this is one of my favorite videos that he was in. Have you ever seen the video of him uh, and Ricky Gervais where they're trying to help? Um, they're trying to help uh, uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. They're trying to help Liam Neeson become um, like a, a comedic actor, mm-hmm. and he keeps like fucking it up. Yeah. And, and they're like fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you're doing great. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I contracted. Um, AIDS from a black prostitute. <laughs> they're like, what? They're like, no. He's like, he's like, I wasn't there that day. I had AIDS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god. Did I'm guessing you didn't watch the um speaking of Liam Neeson's, um the uh the Obi Wan show. Um I I watched the first episode. And then I was gonna watch the second episode, but here's the here's the problem. This is one of the things that I struggle with a lot is I have a hard time finishing shows, mm-hmm. and the reason why is because I usually don't decide to sit down and watch TV until it's already late in the day. Because during the day, I want to do other stuff. I want to work on like some editing. I want to work on some deck building, and then I got chores to do. You know, I got to take out the dogs and do all this shit. I try to be as active as possible because one, I'm a fat ass, and then if I sit down, I'm gonna sink into that couch. You know. So lately, what I've been doing is I want to get rid of all the I want I want to do all the physical stuff first. So when it comes to winding down, it can be 
you know, me in bed with my phone for a few hours before I go to bed mm-hmm. or uh, sit down and watch TV. I might watch a movie or I might like end up like binging a show, you know? And a lot of times whenever I start a new show, first episode in, awesome, great. Second episode, Jesus. Like I fucking <laughs> Oh god. Oh. oh. <laughs> No, but yeah, that's exactly what happens. And th- this one, okay, that's that's this is the that's just a fucking old grown up thing. Is like sometimes you have to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna try to force yourself to stay awake just to kind of be like kept up with like whatever fandom that you like, or are you gonna, you know, just say fuck it and get the rest that you need? Mm-hmm. Lately, for me, I've I've been better about it, uh, mainly because. Um, I haven't been feeling as lethargic because now that I'm doing like intermittent fasting, I feel like my energy levels are a lot more balanced out. The main reason I did it is because one, I have a fatty liver. It's been known that I have a fatty liver for a while. And it, I think it, at this point that it's just purely genetic because I'm not that overweight. No, I'm not that much overweight. And, and I found out my mom has it too. My mom has high liver enzymes and my mom is fucking small. She's the smallest she's ever been like forever. Cause she, there was a time where she like, you know, she got big after like having like two kids yeah. and, um, and then when she started working, she lost all that weight and she's been in pretty good health for the most part, but she still, for whatever reason has high liver enzymes. She has a very fatty liver and I do too. And like, like my doctor told me, he's like, yeah, you have a fucking like alcoholics, like liver. Like, and I don't drink that often. I drink like once a week at most a beer, like, or two beers. I might go, I might, I might do three if I'm feeling a little sauced and I just want that extra one just to set me up. It's just one of those sexy Thursday nights. I drink more the better I do at Magic. So now that shows how terrible I am at the game. <laughs> Cause like, if I'm, if I'm only one beer in, I'm having a terrible night. I'm just too pissed off to want to consume alcohol. Well, if you get a chance, do watch it. I do recommend it. It's actually really good. It, 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 there's there's a lot of buildup, but it does pay off. No, I do want to watch it. I do want to watch it. Like I like I said, I Star Wars isn't my favorite, mm-hmm. but I do appreciate it a lot. It, but what I've noticed, me personally, I like a lot of the side stuff more than the main movies. Well, it's it is technically air quote side stuff because it. I think I saw online. It doesn't really make sense with the lore of the show or the yeah. movies. But I mean, it's so cool because I loved. Both the seasons of The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that shit was really awesome. Man, I just love that the fucking Book of Boba Fett was directed by Robert Rodriguez. And you know he had to put Danny Trejo in there. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, nah, man. He's, he's good. a space pit bull. He's a, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because he he, he runs a, a pit bull rescue yeah. in L.A. And I was just like, I knew they, they like, it's funny that they would... Do that. I kind of wanted him to be like, these are space donuts. I sell them. <laughs> Danny Trejo's donuts. Don't worry. They're they're vegan. <laughs> they're on the planet LA. It's close. <laughs> but yeah. Danny Trejo is down as it gets. Remember, the higher the socks, the downer the fool. Yes. <laughs> and he has the highest socks I've ever seen on a man. God, yeah, they're up to his knees. You it's funny. Stockings. I always thought it was funny sometimes when your dad would dress like that because your dad can be super cowboy western one mm-hmm. day and the next day be like in his cholo gear. That's Mexican. <laughs> yeah, that's Mexican <laughs> as fuck. 
And it's funny because like I, um, it's funny because I kind of like appreciate that fashion a little bit now because as I'm getting older, I'm like, man, I want to slim out just so I can really grow this mullet out and my mustache and like dress up in cowboy wear. Because at this age, at this age, it's like your brother. Uh, no, I want to do it better because my brother, my, my my brother does not do it in a traditional Mexican sense. He does it in like in a modern like country vibe way. Remember, he dates like a country ass white girl, oh, yeah. and he's around like a bunch of rednecks. He, he like my brother's more redneck than he is Mexican. He's almost uh, uh, an Edgar. Yeah, pretty much. No chemica. <laughs> no chemica. <laughs> no, but um. But yeah, I, I, I've learned to appreciate it a lot. Um, this reminds me, there's this band that I wanted to show you. Have you ever heard of this band called uh, uh, Piñata Protest? Yes, I have. They're fucking awesome. And the, the fucking uh, cover of Volver, Volver. Oh, yes. Uh, my Mexican pride swells inside me. But I mean, and after, like, I'm listening to that, I'm like, you know, when we're little, the Mexican music, it'd be like... Um, like, uh, we're a little like, I don't want to hear this stuff. Oh, God, so old. Yeah. And, uh, all the the tuba and all that. The mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. I kind of appreciate it now, every now and then. Like, I'll Oh, I love somewhere. it, dude. Yeah, I'll be driving somewhere in hand and I'll put it on. And, you know, I start like feeling. And I'm like, I understand your pain now. God, Jesus Christ. Is this what we needed just to be 30 years but old? It, but it sets the vibe, though. And, like, it it's a, it's feel-good music. It really mm-hmm. is. Some of it is feel-good music. Hey, you know, hey, you like, know, I, you I'm going to die because you left me. <laughs> you know, yes. I, I mean, I, I have I have the band uh, Besado on my fucking phone. God. I fucking love that goddamn band. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. No, but I'm saying, it's like, you know a fucking song is going to hit when you hear that deep Mexican voice go, Whippo! And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Or in like corridos and stuff like that, you hear, and it, it, you know the song's going to hit when that bass or that tuba comes in, just all blown out, just. You're like, you just feel it like building in your heart, and a brown eagle just shoots out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've actually been enjoying some of the new like modern takes on it, you know, because there's a new like genre, or I wouldn't say it's new. It's been a while, around for a while, but you know, there's been like these, this new generation of like Hispanic artists that are doing like, uh, what's called like corridos tumbados, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like it's more like guitar centered, and it's kind of like it's like a new age version of corridos, um, because like back in the day, you know, it's all about you know, it's it, like corridos were was what our dads listened to. That was basically like like thug rap. Yeah, that was what thug rap was to them. It's narco music, right? It's there, narco yeah. music, and it's it's enjoyable. Like like uh, shout outs to my fucking man Chilano Sanchez and his fucking shit and Beto Quintanilla. Like uh, <laughs> the, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm fucking distantly related to that fucking asshole. Uh, you said the Fernandez, you're always in our hearts. Uh, always and forever. But uh, but you new- can't you can't beat him. No, you can't, can't fucking beat him. God damn. Like, how often were you ever in a working situation and you heard that music cut on and it made you want to work harder? Yeah. It's 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 fucking fuel. Yeah, it is. It fuels your the the brown inside you and you're like, I need to work harder. Yeah. yeah. Uh but no, it, you're talking about new uh Music out there, Hispanic music. That's like that old school stuff. Try, listen to this guy, Flaco Alejandro. Mm. Uh, I, I heard him on TikTok. Great. He's fantastic. Uh, he has this one song called Me Encendedor. It's just, he mixes, it's a cumbia, 
mixed with reggae. Mm -hmm. And he's just talking about someone stole my lighter. I can't get high. (laughs) And then... um, well, are we turning into a fucking Hispanic culture fucking podcast? God damn, we are so off topic today. What I mean, are we? This, are we this the, can be nerd culture? Are we too. the fucking Isimo podcast now? I love that podcast. They broke up. What? Did you not hear about that? No. So apparently, um, Dominic yeah. and the the main guy, not 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 Ryan, the other guy, the big guy. Yeah, apparently they got into a whole conflict with each other. Apparently, one of them was like stealing money from the rest of them. Oh wow! And he was basically living off of it. And uh, he was like underpaying the other dudes, like from all the revenue streams. And um, because, like, uh, I know Dominic posted a whole video on his Instagram explaining the situation. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ryan, the other guy, who's my favorite guy of the group, like, because um, he's fucking, his stand up is fucking really funny. Um, I only started listening to it, so I don't know, like, Oh yeah, I, I I caught them early on. I caught yeah. them early on because uh, I, I I got introduced because they they got they blew up through TikTok. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> uh uh, I, and they basically talked a lot about growing up with like uh, like growing up in Mexican cultures and some of the things that they love about it and how it is to like basically be like a like a first, second, or third generation like like Mexican like uh in a, like born in America, and um. There's a lot of things that they said that I 100% agreed with, and there's some things I did not agree with, you know, because, I mean, I think it's a matter of perspective. Like, the main guy, I remember one episode, they were talking about food, and he said that his favorite Mexican food was carnitas burrito. I'm like, no. No. That, no. That's not even. It's menudo and only menudo. It's always been menudo. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's. Well, it, and, and, and I think that comes from. You know what, um, you know, you know what's my runner up from menudo, though? And I feel like no one ever talks about this dish, and it's my, one of my fucking favorites, mole. Why is mole so underappreciated? I don't like mole. I fucking love mole. How I can't the do fuck? It. Why? I can, just don't like the sauce. Bro, it's chocolate chicken, dog. I, no, that's why I don't like it. It's so fucking good. It's, it's so, so fat. Oh, <laughs> chocolate chicken. But it's oh, it's fucking. It, it, it touches the soul. For me, my runner-up favorite food, or not even runner-up. It's like it's up there with menudo. Because mm-hmm. uh, I used to hate menudo when I was little too, but now I love it. It's fantastic. Actually, I don't think I ever disliked it. I think like, I think it's just like you know, like when you when you grow up, they just they, they expect that you're not gonna want to eat the tripe, right? Because yeah. that's the that's the texture part that's hard. Yeah. So usually they just introduce it to you with just the um with the little um what is it the, the hominy the hominy yeah the hominy with the with the with the with the broth because mm-hmm. that broth is fucking delicious. Yeah. But I remember the first time my mom gave me a bowl with with. The um, with the hominy and it, I immediately ate it and I was just like, yeah, it tastes good. Like, okay. yeah, like for I've never been somebody that complains about texture and food. There's only a few times where I've eaten something where the texture was like offsetting to me. You know, boba. Huh? I cannot do boba. For me, it would be. Uh, have you ever had uh, mochi? Mochi. Mochi. Yeah, that, I like that. Yeah, I didn't like that texture. Yeah, I can't. I can do that. I can do all the gross shit too. Like. Octopus and all that. I love mm-hmm. it. I can't do oysters. I hate oysters. Uh, tacos de lengua? Yeah, I love lengua. Tacos de tripa? I can't do tripa either. Well, here's the thing. It's 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 not the... Have texture. you had it squishy or you have you had it uh, dorado? Always. Always. Dorado and squishy. Really? You don't like either one? Or uh, cueritos. Cueritos? Yeah. Oh, dude. A bag of tosti locos? Oh. Mm-mm. Oh, fucking love but, it. Because I'm not, I'm not a big pickled fan. Yeah, I, I guess and, that's true. And yeah, but so like, I'm guessing you never had like a pickled egg. I've had pickled eggs; they're all right. Yeah, they're okay. But I mean, yeah. But I, 
<laughs> fucking Denise hates it when I eat that chick. She like looks at me like like because there's a lot of things that you know some people just don't like to eat. I remember mm-hmm. one time her her aunt invited us over and she cooked um, uh, tacos but of pigs feet. Uh, yeah, there was like pigs feet right, and they were mm-hmm. cutting out the meat and they were throwing it on tacos okay, so right. It's just fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, uh, Denise didn't want to eat it because she's like that looks gross right and I immediately just picked up like one of the pig's feet and just like yeah. just start eating it off the fucking thing oink, oink, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. but, no, like, but that's the thing it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense to me how she would not like she does not like menudo but she loves both tripa and lingua like how how? well it's it. Uh, I guess it's just the fat she can't do like the soupy fat maybe. yeah I guess so like I love it it's great it's fantastic for hangovers that's why my dad always eats it every Sunday. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, but no, my my all-time favorite food is uh, sopa de fideo. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. mainstay. Yeah. That's how you grow the up. The chicken, the potatoes, mm-hmm. just all in that shit. And you get a tortilla, roll it in your hand. Mm. Now, I remember growing up, it's like the simplest dish, but it always slaps every time. Huevo con wien. I was going to say enchiladas. Enchiladas are good, too. But... Sometimes mom would do it with tomato sauce. Oh, and tomatadas. Oh my god. Yeah, that's. I always ask my mom for that. That shit is so fucking. She's good. like, "What do you want?" Like she made that for me for my birthday. Yeah. She, she was like, "What do you want? I can make you whatever you want." And I'm like, "Enchiladas or tomatadas." Yeah. She's like, "That's it." And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah. Cheese, tortilla, tomato. I, I, I still to this day, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Your mom is the undisputed champ in tomatadas. She is. I have like grandma close second. Grandma's pretty good, but but your mom nails it every time. Someone tell me to get to sit down. <laughs> sit the fuck down. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just sit down. Oh, go take care of the kids. Diachavela uh, is a good good cook for the most part. Um, yeah. she she's made food for me before. Like okay. I remember la, um, uh, my last birthday, my mom asked me what do I want for my birthday, and I said mole is my favorite meal. She got my diachavela to make it, nailed it on the head. Perfect rice too. Mexican yeah. rice is an art form. Mm-hmm. I'm only barely figuring out how to get it perfect. I'm gonna try to make it again this weekend because I always either put too much water in it, too little, or not enough uh, tomato. Yeah, um, yeah. You know how I got better at it? I asked Grandma. Really? I asked my mom. I FaceTimed her. <laughs> it's like Grandma. It's like how do I make this rise? And she's like, Okay, what you're gonna need is four jitomates, and then you're gonna get jitomates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get some coriander and pepper and throw it in there. Like, uh, well, you gotta talk like her because she's old. Un tomate y lo vas a enchar que se mole. Un diente de ajo. Grandma, speak up. <laughs> but yeah, but no. I mean, well, shit. I didn't know they broke up. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, uh, it, it sucks because I think that 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 podcast was doing really good to really give yeah. like people like a, a a place to like throw questions and get people's opinions on it. And yeah, like I said, there's a lot of things they talked about that I agreed with and didn't agree with because I feel mm-hmm. like every every Hispanic culture experience is different. Mm-hmm. I think for us it's different because they're they're coming from the perspective they're of from LA. They're from yeah, they're from California, yeah. and down there like their 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 street food is different. For us, I feel like our street food was a little bit more authentic, mm-hmm. but that that is debatable. And then the thing here too is there's not much street food here in Georgia. No, yeah. there there's it's restaurants or 
little taco stands. But God damn it. Maybe. Do we have a lot of fucking restaurants that are also in grocery stores? Yes. We have tons of those. That's and, how you know they're good. Yeah. Yeah. They, the, if the carne in the carne city is good, the tacos are going to be good too. <laughs> Man, I, I have, I, uh, I've been going to like a Mexican butcher lately mm. and, uh, which one? Uh, I, I've been going to one in Gainesville. Tapatia? No. I've been going to, uh, what's it called? La Esperanza. Oh, over on Dustinville Highway? Yeah, because they have the best fucking bread there. Oh, really? Dude, their bread is A1. Okay. 100%. Go there. Because they, they literally have like like those shelves where like mm-hmm. they have like all the different types of bolillo bread. Okay. And then all the pan dulce. Dude, they're fucking like like um cake they have like like just like like cake with the fucking like um like the strawberry topping mm. on it fucking delicious but you know which ones are like the secret banger in there they're m&m cookies they are so fucking soft really to the bite and they're thick as fuck they're thick mm. they're delicious and i have to fight to not go in there because i will <laughs> fucking drop a hundred on that shit <laughs> i will have enough bread to feed a village like well, see, I'm trying to cut back because, you know, do you know, just, you know, for the longest time we stopped going there because when we had Cosmo, he was fucking devouring that bread at night, oh, yeah. <laughs> which I'm pretty sure, sh- which I'm pretty sure is the reason why he died. All the sugar. He ate a lot. It probably shut down his kidneys. It's not just that, but also let, let's, 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 let me put this in perspective. That cat not just ate his cat food daily. It would meow at you every morning for its food. You give it its food, mm-hmm. food. It would find a way to fucking get bread out of the cabinet. Um, it would dig in the trash, try to eat food. It would eat the dog's dog food. And, uh, and I don't know. It was just fucking, it was just fucking wild. Like all the fucking shit that it would like eat. But anyways, um, uh, we're about in, (laughs) we're about an hour and 25 minutes in and it's. We've barely talk, talked about We just started talking about our shit. Really? We're just going to have to start making a Mexican podcast because since they're gone. Yeah, I guess we we got to step up. I mean, we got to get another Mexican in here. We have another. We have enough insight, or just have a guest white person. That is true. To explain to them like yeah. exactly how it goes down. But actually, um, we can compare. Yeah, but I know. Uh, I know this topic is probably going to be brought up again on the whole nerd culture thing because this is something to really like think about. Mm-hmm. And I just like today was just not the day because our our our, our, our we have a lot of history with each other yeah. and we have a lot of shit to talk about and I feel like it's going to be expanded on more episodes. Hopefully we can do more episodes soon. Yeah, because uh, I obviously want to do this more often with more yeah. as many people as possible. And also, to be honest, technically right now I don't have a co-star. I had one, hey. and he's he just he, he's leaving for Tennessee. Michael, I love you, dog, but I mean I it's not going to happen through all the way. From You're dead to him, Michael. <laughs> Uh, but I need somebody who can be a mainstay. But, um, but yeah, I think for now, uh, we are going to have to come back and do this again yes. on, a, on a different episode and follow up with more stuff to talk about because um, there's a lot of different topics that I want to like talk to you mainly about because nerd, nerd culture is a broad thing. I that think f- we need to do this as like episodes. 
yeah. like choose one thing to talk about. Yeah, because the thing like nerd culture is too broad. Because we're talking about like movies, anime, games, all this shit. Yeah. And it needs to be broken down to pieces. And I feel like everything. There's also other shit that I want to go to that is technically nerd shit. Like, like, but like, because I don't know if you're into like paranormal shit. Like I, oh, am. Yeah, I am. Like I, I, I watch a lot of Skinwalker shit and like ghost shit. Shout and, out the last podcast on the left. I love it. Fucking those are my boys right there, Henry, Mark, and fucking um, uh, no, Henry, Marcus, Marcus and Ben. Yeah, yeah Ben. Yes. I don't know why I said Mark. Mark. <laughs> but anyways, I'm just going to leave it at that for now. Um, make sure to stay tuned for more episodes. Um, we're definitely going to try to um, talk about more stuff. Um, and hopefully we won't fall on another fucking tangent. <laughs> but I enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, I'm still I'm still posting this fucking episode. Do it. I think it's just going to be called no, uh, Nerd in Mexican Culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh is there an is there an is there a Mexican nerd fandom? Probably. I want to say the only one that I know for sure is every Mexican guy when I've talked to about anime, they always bring up Knights of the Zodiac. I remember that show. Mexicans love Knights of the Zodiac. We'll have to do an episode on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you watched any of the episodes? Not recently. There, uh, there's a new remake of it, and it's not that great. But the old ones are fucking. Oh, they're yeah. they're a tough watch. All right. But anyways. Uh, thanks again for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes. And also, anybody want to sponsor us, hit me up. You're the best. <laughs> yes. All right. Y'all take it easy. Take it.